I just want to begin this morning just to read several passages of scriptures from several different uh, books in the Bible. Let's begin in John, the first chapter, and the first five verses. I'll be reading from the New King James Version this morning. In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was in the beginning with God, all things were made through him, and without him nothing was made that was made. In him was life, and the life was the light of men. And the light shines in the darkness, and the darkness did not comprehend it. Let's drop down to verse 14. It says, And the word became flesh, and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory, the glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Matthew 1, verse 23 now. Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear his son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. And in Galatians 4, Galatians 4, verses 4 through 7. But when the fullness of the time had come, God sent forth his son, born of a woman, born under the law, to redeem those who were under the law, that we might receive the adoption as sons. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the spirit of his son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. Therefore, you are no longer a slave, but a son. And if a son, then an heir of God through Christ. In 1 John, 4th chapter, 9 and 10. 1 John 4, 9 and 10. In this the love of God was manifested toward us, that God has sent His only begotten Son into the world, that we might live through Him. In this is love, not that we loved God, but that He loved us, and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. Then John three sixteen. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. In Isaiah 9, verses 6 and 7. For unto us a child is born, unto us a son is given, and the government will be upon his shoulder, and his name will be called Wonderful Counselor. Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace. Second Corinthians 9, verse 15. Thanks be to God for his indescribable gift. Let's pray once again. Heavenly Father, we give you thanks. Thanks for just the truths that we have just read from these passages. That in the fullness of time, that in your timing, Lord, you sent Jesus Christ to be born in a manger, in a lowly state, laying aside his glory and coming to be born so that we might live. And we know why he came, because of sin. And Father, we thank you that he came to give himself the propitiation the payment, the ransom for sin, so that for all who would believe, we might live forevermore with you. 
So, Father, we give thanks. Help us, Lord, now I pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I just want to read a little bit. We're not going to do too much today. I don't know how long I could hold up. Anyway, I, I told Barb this morning we're going to go and uh, we'll we'll sing a few and and we will go as long as the voice holds out. And uh, if if it gives up, I, I know the Lord just told me I'm done. And so let's read from Luke the second chapter. This is passage you know and probably passages that you've been reading. We're just going to read. Um, a portion from Luke 2. Let's read the first 14 verses this morning. And it came to pass in those days that a decree went out from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be registered. This census first took place when Quinarius was governing Syria. So all went to be registered, everyone to his own city. Joseph also went up from Galilee out of the city of Nazareth into Judea to the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David to be registered with Mary, his betrothed wife, who was with child. So it was that while they were there, the days were completed for her to be delivered. And she brought forth forth her firstborn son and wrapped him in swaddling clothes and laid him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. Now there were in the same country shepherds living out in the fields, keeping watch over their flock by night. And behold, an angel of the Lord stood before them, and the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were greatly afraid. Then the angel said to them, Do not be afraid, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David, a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be a sign to you, you will find a babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Now this morning, just for a few minutes, I want to focus on the message given through the angels. I bring you good tidings of great joy. Jesus came to this earth to bring great joy. Uh, I listened to uh, Brother John Piper uh, talking of this, and he described it as indestructible joy. And a joy that once you have it, once you've been born again, having believed the gospel, having received Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, nothing can take this joy from you. It is indestructible. Now, not talking about happiness, not talking about that. We're talking about the deep-seated joy of the Lord. Nothing, nothing can take that from us. What can separate us from the love of God Absolutely nothing. Now, Jesus was sharing with his disciples of the things that would happen as the time of the cross drew near. And he had just shared with them the story of I am the vine and you are the branches. And then in John 15, verse 11, Christ said this. These things I have spoken to you. Everything, everything leading up to him coming to the cross 
These things I have spoken to you. Why? That my joy may remain in you and that your joy may be full. See, in the time just before Jesus and his disciples entered into the Garden of Gethsemane, he'd been talking about how he must go away, how he must go away, uh, but, but that they would see him again. Then in John 16, verse 22, Therefore, you now have sorrow, but I will see you again, and your heart will rejoice, and your joy no one will take from you indestructible joy you see and so for those who are born again born of god born of the spirit we truly possess in christ indestructible joy in in galatians 5 verse 22 through 23 you know these verses this is uh, the the fruit of the spirit what's the first as we, as we go through this but the fruit of the spirit is love joy Peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control against such there is no law. In Romans 15, verse 13. Now may the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace in believing that you may abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. So for those who are born again, those who have indestructible joy, may we abound in hope by the power of the Holy Spirit that is in us. In Psalms 5, verse 11. But let all those rejoice who put their trust in you. Let them ever shout for joy because you defend them. Let them also who love your name be joyful in you. In First Peter, first chapter, verses 8 and 9. First Peter, first Peter 1, verses 8 and 9. Whom having not seen you love, though now you do not see him, yet believing you rejoice with joy inexpressible and full of glory, receiving the end of your faith, the salvation of your souls. In Isaiah 61, verse 10. I will greatly rejoice in the Lord. My soul shall be joyful in my God. For he has clothed me with the garments of salvation. He has covered me with the robe of righteousness. As a bridegroom decks himself with ornaments, and as a bride adorns herself with her jewels. Isn't that amazing verse written some 600 years by the prophet Isaiah, but 600 years before Christ. And, and that's us who are born again. My soul shall be joyful in my God, for he has clothed me with the garments of salvation because of Christ and what he has done. Clothed in the righteousness of Christ. In Jeremiah 15, verse 16. Your words were found, and I ate them, and your words was to me the joy and rejoicing of my heart. For I am called by your name, O Lord God of hosts. See, for the children of God, that we would rejoice the joy of our heart. For we have been called by his name, by the power of God, the Lord of God Almighty. In, in Isaiah 35, verse 10. And the ransom of the Lord shall return, 
and come to Zion with singing, with everlasting joy on their heads, they shall obtain joy and gladness, and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Someday, all sorrow, all sighing, all pain, all suffering, all will be gone and we'll be able to rejoice for all eternity with him. Uh, I came across uh, this passage, this quote from Charles Spurgeon, and he said it this way. Rejoice, O sinners everywhere, for the restorer of the castaways, the savior of the fallen, is born. Join in the joy, you saints, for he is the preserver of the saved ones, delivering them from innumerable perils, and he is the sure perfecter of such as he preserves. Jesus is no partial Savior, beginning a work and not concluding it, but restoring and upholding. He also perfects and presents the saved ones without spot or wrinkle or any such thing before the Father's throne. Rejoice aloud, all you people. Let your hills and valleys ring with joy, for a Savior who is mighty to save is born to you. I love reading Spurgeon, and I thought that was very good. May we rejoice that a Savior was born. May we rejoice that he came to bring great joy. Child of God, may we marvel at the Incarnation. May we rejoice that he, that we have received indestructible joy. I'm done. That, that, that's, that's where we're going to leave it today. And, and I pray that, that uh, you can go, and, and if you haven't already, that you can go and read the, the first few chapters of, of Matthew. The, the miracles that took place through all of this, um, Jim touched on some. He, he mentioned John the Baptist. He mentioned uh, Zacharias and, and him uh, being called. The, out of the innumerable ones and the timing of God in the midst of it, if you read that story, it's all God's hand when you see that. Because of the probability of him being called and his group being at that time and of him they they cast lots, which would be like putting your name in a hat, and, and and he was drawn. The hand of God and the miracle in the midst of all that that transpired for the forerunner of Christ to come, and then the miracle, miracle, miracle after miracle that transpired that God put in place. So let's pray, giving God thanks for the miracle of Jesus Christ and him coming. Heavenly Father, we do give thanks. You are a good and gracious God. That while we were yet sinners, we know Christ died for us. But I would also say, while we were yet sinners, you sent your Son. Born in a manger. Born with a purpose to go to the cross. So Father, we are most grateful. And I pray that we can rejoice in knowing a Savior was born. And Lord, I pray that you would help us all to draw near to the truth of, 
of Jesus Christ. Lord, I pray that, that should there be someone even here today or someone who may listen to this that is still lost and doesn't know Christ, I pray, Lord, that you would perform another miracle, a miracle of salvation. Father, that you would shine the light of truth upon them so that they may be raised from their spiritual death, that they may see you and your glory and your holiness and your righteousness, and they would see themselves as a sinner before you. And Lord, that you would show them the rescue in Jesus Christ of why Jesus came and perhaps the stories that they've heard for years and years and years could then become real to them. And Father, upon seeing you and, and, and seeing the gospel of Christ as truth, real truth, that they would fall before you, repenting of their sins, believing Christ and receiving him as Lord. So Father, again, have mercy and perform miracles of mercy and of salvation. And Father, for those of us who are born again, I pray that you would help us to use this time of year to share the true message of Christ, of why he came, to let the world know that he is truly the Savior. So, Father, help us, I pray. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen.